0: Hi, beautiful, and welcome to Self-Carve, a podcast all about self-love and success. I'm your host, Ivana Ritchie, and I'm here because I want you to have it all. I don't want you to settle for less. I want you to carve yourself and create the life of your dreams. And because of this, not only will I be sharing my knowledge with you, but I'll be inviting some amazing women who are all highly successful and they'll be sharing their stories with you as well. A woman who's self-carved knows that there's nothing she can do to change her past, but that she has all the power and all the magic to create the best version of herself and attract anything that she desires from a man to money to whatever, right? So I'm so happy that you're here. Let's get started. So hi and welcome to another episode of Self-Card. I'm super excited to be here today. I have a super interesting guest with me. Her name is Cece Hart. She's a plant-based chef and consultant. She helps people change their bodies, their minds, and spirits through food and positive practices from a wide range of specialties, including shamanism, breath work, energetic healing, social psychology, and chakra balancing. Cece is a writer, uncut, and raw storyteller, and writes about everything from her life to travel experiences to inspirational self-help blogs. And she's also the head of partnerships and help and relationships for a unique tech company creating a governance and financial system to support regenerating the planet. So awesome. Hi Cece, and welcome.
1: Hi Ivana, thank you so much for having me.
0: So excited to have you here. Uh, with us on Self-Carve today. So how are you doing? How is your life in the midst of this <laughs> pandemic?
1: <laughs> well, like, you know, to me, I- I'm kind of like a little bit witchy anyway. So I stay to myself for the most part. So it hasn't truly affected my life that much. So I'm, I'm doing pretty good.
0: Awesome. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Well, I'm- how are you? I'm I'm doing great. I'm so excited. I can't wait to dive into some of these things that you do because personally, I'm like a heavy researcher and I'm all about it too. So I can't wait for you to share some of these things with the audience who may not be uh, introduced to some of the things that you're doing. But I'd love to hear a little bit about you, your background, and maybe share some of your challenges on your journey to where you are. <laughs> right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, well, where do we start? So, <laughs> you know, this journey for me has been very tumultuous. I was not healthy at all. I had no care in the world. I thought I was invincible, just living my life, just going through the motions. And I got to a point where I fell very sick and the doctors and the healthcare system didn't really know what to do. And so I think a lot of people get to this point where you're faced with the challenge to take it on yourself or just continue trusting in the system. And if the system's not working for you, what do you do? Right. And I, really, I really wanted to live. So, <laughs> I, you know, and no one else was doing that for me. So I figured I might as well take it upon myself to figure out how to do that. And so that led me first into food, which is so important. And I always tell people that food has the capacity to save your life. It's medicine. If you really get in tuned with it, it can do incredible things for your body, mind and spirit. But unfortunately, a lot of doctors are not trained in nutrition. And so there's not as much emphasis on the healing capacity as there was, you know, in older cultures, ancient cultures, cultures that take the medicine right from the earth and deliver it to the people and heal in line with that. So I'm a researcher too. My my philosophy is like I can't believe it until I see it myself. So I, I threw myself into the, the eye of the storm and just started learning everything I could and going through all this training, collecting all this data, and then, you know, kind of using myself as the, the puppet to see what worked and what didn't. And so obviously a lot of influential people and teachers and, trainers and whatnot came into my life and helped me along this journey, but I was able to heal myself, and I felt that if I could do it, me, of all people that wouldn't have believed that, then this information is stuff that needs to be shared, and like you were saying in your intro, is that the problem lies in people not being exposed to it, and so I just got the opportunity to be exposed to it, so I feel now that it's my duty to share.
0: I love it. I love it so much. So did you start off with just the nutrition and that got you into like the, the, the learning about the chakras and the energy and the importance of breathing or were you like always on that, but you didn't have the nutritional component down?
1: I started with just taking gluten out of my diet. Like it's, that's the smallest thing, but it sparked a huge transition into my entire life. So, you know, when, when you're making one seemingly small change in your life, it can open new doors for you. And so that's what happened for me. It's like, I removed gluten out of my diet and I told my doctor and she said, well, what are you going to eat? And <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And I, and, and she told me not to eat any grains. And she put me on this crazy diet that didn't make sense to me. So, yeah, so then I started figuring out nutrition-wise what I needed to do for myself. And when I started to get healthy because I was taking foods out of my diet that were harming me and causing my body to be in discomfort and dis-ease, then I was able to – my mind was working more clear. I was able to see – information that I I hadn't been exposed to before and then just kept on following the path so you know yes food nutrition was the first thing and like I said so when I started getting healthier then I could see the next thing and so the next thing was okay if food can heal us what about plants what about um, medicines that grow right out of the earth like what can they do for us and then I fully immerse myself into that. And a quick story on that is that I met, we'll call him a shaman because that's a word that people are familiar with, but he, he would just call himself a man. Uh, he worked with medicine in the jungle. And so I call it jungle medicine, which sometimes puts people's feathers up, but it just means that it's plants that were cultivated from the jungle that Some ancient cultures still understand, and so he just went and he picked things in the jungle and he brewed them and he brought them to me and he gave them to me and it was able to provide extreme healing for me because I had I had ovarian cysts and this this medicine that he just went out into the jungle and collected for me cured me of that, which is it's so mind blowing, isn't it? How does that work?
0: Oh, that's powerful. That's power. Yeah. Somebody is listening right now who is in a lot of pain, whether it just be current symptoms or if this woman who's listening right now is struggling with some type of illness of any kind, cancer, I don't know. What are some tips that you can give her? How is she going to be able to move forward and uh, feel good about herself through through the struggles and through the pain?
1: Oh, well, first of all, um, staying in a frequency a vibration of love and hope is really important because we are all energetic beings and that's on a quantum physics level so that's something that you can study and look into on a research perspective so when we are vibrating and I'm using these words that are connected to energy because that that's what it is if we are emitting love and hope So if someone's feeling, if they have been diagnosed with cancer and they feel hopeful that they're going to overcome it, it changes the molecular structure in the body. This is all scientifically proven. And you have an extremely higher chance at overcoming any illness that you are diagnosed with. Now, the same is true for the inverse. If you fall into sadness and fear, you're filling your body and your energy with the lower vibrations, which can actually amplify the disease to spread faster. So first of all, trying to get into positive mindset, you can do positive mindset meditations. I like uh, meditations that are guided so that the mind doesn't become distracted, but there's also frequency music. And that's so easy to even just type in on YouTube. You can find different frequencies for different um well, you can do chakras, but that's <laughs> that would be another rabbit hole for a minute, but different frequencies for different different effects on the body. So you could type in healing frequency. I like to use 528. And starting with that, now you you've raised your vibration and you're at a different energetic frequency for healing, which is amazing. And that's something you can do easily, put some music on while you sleep, you're good to go, you're you're healing your body. And then next, I would take a really deep look at the food choices that you're making because I know that food is attached to us emotionally and there is most of our life surrounding food, but food has an extreme effect on our happiness levels and our, our health. So you can really target any disease or even emotional or mental states by changing your diet.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And what, what would be uh, some key foods that you would recommend as a, as a chef?
1: <laughs> well, if we're talking foods and not recipes, well, obviously, dark leafy greens. Everyone gets so upset when I say that, but we all know it's true because they're filled with all of the good things that we need. So if you can get in any spinaches or kales or broccoli, things like that is so important. If you can get your hands on any algaes like spirulina, that is really dense in healing and antioxidant foods. So those are really great. If you are saying to me, "Hey, this sounds awful," and I like something. <laughs> good to eat but still healing now this one is really fun it's cacao so otherwise known as chocolate but in its pure form raw cacao is it's bitter it's like if you take the sugar and the milk and whatever else filling that they have in a chocolate bar and you take it from the bean that grows as a plant it's it's bitter and it's strong but it has incredible healing capacity and it's still chocolate it's just that you didn't put all the things in it that make it not healthy so i always tell people like you can have chocolate and it's really really healthy for you Just eat it (laughs) eat it raw without
0: the sugar yeah i usually do 82 percent, but i need to go (laughs) i need to go even darker
1: (laughs) well you just take your time you know ease into it it's quite a shock to the system
0: right Awesome, awesome. So, do you have any like specific like breathing techniques that you're that you do every day, or that you suggest to your clients? Maybe that uh, you could go over right now, or is that all? You know, does that change every day?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not very good at doing the same thing over and over again because I get bored, but I do shift with my breathing technique. So. Now knowing what I know and having the training that I do, I lead myself in breathwork. But you can easily find breathworks um, on YouTube again. Like, just look it up, and there's tons recorded for you. But the, there's one method that I like and I dislike. But I always tell people because it is profoundly powerful. It's just aggressive and intense. So it's called the Wim Hof method. Wim Hof method, and you are breathing in and out without a break in between. So it's like very intense, like not hyperventilating, but just in and out at a progressively faster speed. And so it gets you into a little bit of a trance-like state and it's so potent because the the air that's coming into the body is maximizing the, the energy in the entire body and so they've done scientific research on Wim, who is the man who created this method and he was able to to eradicate diseases that they implanted in him in these studies in these clinical trials so they inject him and then he breathed the diseases right out of his body. So he showed the capacity that breathing has in healing ourselves. So I always tell people that that's a great resource to look into and I'm trained in his method, but it's intense and sometimes it makes me pass out.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. It's just intense to watch. I listen to his story and everything and I'll see what he's doing with his participants. Uh, so uh, I can I can imagine. Yeah, I I never used to breathe in the past. I played basketball for many, many years. And I realized now when I'm all into, you know, my inner journey that, wow, I, I didn't consciously breathe my whole life. Even my husband, he started noticing it while we were working out when we first met, said, Hey, breathe! I'm like, what do you mean? I'm breathing. He said, No, you're not breathing. And then I noticed, I often just, even when I'm writing, sometimes I just completely forget. And I realized that's, you know, probably what was causing a lot of my, you know, headaches and tension and back pain that I had because just totally forgot to breathe. (laughs) So I, I think it's so. It sounds so basic, but. I believe there are plenty of women out there like me that are just not aware of, like you said, the healing properties, the power of just our natural conscious breath and what it can do to our system.
1: Absolutely. And it's like you said, I mean, it becomes so natural to us that we don't think about it. It's kind of like the analogy when you get in the car and you end up at work and you don't remember how you got there, right? Because your body has made it a habit. And so when our body is in a habit, we often are not thinking about it and it just kind of turns into this, oh, that happened and now it's over. And that's with breathing. But so many people are breathing shallowly from their chest. And so when you take your breaths, do you recognize where it's coming from? Like, is it coming in from your chest or is it coming from your belly? Do you, can you feel it? Yes.
0: And many times it's kind of like it's somewhere in between and then I'm like, I'll have to bring it lower. Uh, obviously when I'm stressed, it's higher up, but it's, it's, it's getting like lower and lower. Uh, when I, 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 practice every day to make sure it's from my belly, but if I'm not paying attention to it, it's like right under my, uh, my breast.
1: Okay. So it's quite shallow and see that's normal. And Well, it's, it shouldn't be normal, but unfortunately it is because we lived in such a fast paced environment and world that we're just taking these very shallow breaths. And therefore, the oxygen is not being able to complete its circuit through our entire body, which is how we're ending up with so many stiffnesses and diseases stuck inside of our body because the oxygen's not able to reach the areas and the nooks and crannies that it would if we were consciously taking in these huge breaths and filling up our lungs. And you know what, like, right now with the virus that is going on, we we definitely need to be working out our lungs and making sure that they're strong and healthy. Because if we're just taking these little tiny breaths in and out, they're not getting their capacity to expand and they're getting stuck. And so I think now it's really important to pay attention to our breaths. And even if you just take 10 deep breaths a day where you, you know, maybe you sit there or you lie there and you put your hands on your stomach, and you, you feel your hands move out as your breath expands your stomach out, and it fills up like a balloon. Even if you just do that 10 times, you're putting so much extra oxygen in your body. It makes a difference, and people might think that that's a small thing to do, but small things over time make a huge difference.
0: Well, definitely. That's very profound. I love it for sure. So instead of uh, instead of hoarding <laughs> toilet paper, we should eat uh, greens, <laughs> some raw <laughs> chocolate, and do some good breeding instead.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be in good shape actually if you, <laughs> if, you <laughs>
0: if you did those things. I mean, I've read that you are you're into shamanism. I myself have done a little bit of research on it, but I am pretty sure not everyone who's listening right now is aware of what it is what does shamanism mean?
1: So I really want to say that shamanism is quite personalized and individualized experience. And so North America has put kind of like a definition on it that some people have a positive affinity towards and others not so much. Um, there's a lot of, you know, the idea of like the Peruvian shamans that are that are giving ayahuasca like that kind of thing but shamanism really at its core is a connection to earth connection to nature connection to the elements connection to animals connection to plants connection to just all that is and we say above below and within so it's like the unification of everything surrounding us and tapping into that universal spirit or magic and really connecting with that trusting that and letting it flow through you. And so there's a lot of different musical elements that can be used in shamanism such as percussion like there's a lot of drumming. Drumming is used to ignite like a hypnotic trance like state where people can experience profound healing just from listening to the the drumming beats that kind of take them on a journey. There's the use of the flute or just kind of like any um, musical journey that it can take you on. But the, the journey is through connecting to the, the natural world and the spirits and what have you. And so that is your own personal experience. And so mine, my version of shamanism is, is different than what someone else's might be. But really it's just tapping into that, that force and that magic and making the healing happen through the connection to nature to earth and the spirits around.
0: That's powerful. I love it. So I'm kind of on that journey too then, right? If I'm <laughs> I, I love I love nature. I love being grounded in the earth. I love the water and I just I love paying attention to the things that are happening even with the animals. Would that still, I mean, be considered being a part of that, is it just like a concept that is used to describe um to describe a person who is really wanting to connect with who i mean who they truly are in a
1: sense i would say yes not everyone would say yes but to me shamanism is not necessarily you know being an elder in peru giving ayahuasca it's tapping into the capacity of nature and ourselves and, and bringing forth that magic. And so all the things that you said, I would say at least have a shamanistic aspect to them because nature calls out to us. And they say that the people that have those experiences like you were just mentioning, because I know you mentioned before that your um, boyfriend or husband, he, he was just starting to learn to listen to nature so people that are are really responsive they're hearing the call and the call comes to the the people that the shaman the shamanistic way wants to move through so it's really hard to put you know a bubble around this but definitely you can tap into all of the power there but but what i should have said also is that the typical way of the shaman is by by an elder or someone that has experienced the way first showing you. And an initiation period, that's typically the way. Because, or, But you know what? You could go out and sit in the forest tomorrow and all of the answers could come to you because it started from somewhere, right? So, you know, each individual is their own and each experience is their own and it's all potent and powerful and right in its own way.
0: Right. Like you said, each person is, um, you know, you need to customize it and they have their own experiences. So you never know. I love it. I want to ask you, what what does success mean to you?
1: Well, personal success for me is sharing this message with as many people as I can and trying to heal as many people as I can. At first, when I was younger, I thought success meant the corner office. And I had this dream that I would be working in um, like an editorial studio, and I would have this beautiful white apartment. Or you know, I had this dream for myself, and I thought that's what success was. And when I watched my life move entirely away from that, I was afraid that maybe I wouldn't be successful. But my own journey has shown me that success is when you feel that you are activated in your truth, and that feels like you are glowing when you're doing what you're doing. It's not, Oh, I have to do this. It's, Oh, I want to do this. I'm excited to do this. And when you're living in that way, you're so, so much of your life improves and even your frequency is higher and you're happy and you're excited. And to me, that's success because, you know, when people are on their deathbed and they're, sad that they've wasted their whole life because they did something that they didn't want to do, but maybe they were successful because successful people say this all the time, but they, they regret. And so I'd say success is eliminating the capacity for regret because you're living in your now and your truth and your presence of what you're meant to do.
0: Definitely. I love that definition. Definitely love it fully and completely. And yeah, I back it for sure. <laughs> oh, I love it. love it. So uh, before we wrap up, I would like, if you would want to share, okay, so what are, what are some ways that people can reach out to you? How can they contact you to maybe work with you or learn about, uh, learn more about what you're
1: doing? Okay. Well, to be transparent with everybody, I was trying to stay offline because I felt that if I was offline, then I'd be more energetically connected to nature, like I was talking about at the beginning, because obviously if you're on your computer all the time, then you're not out in nature. However, (laughs) in today's age, we've had to move online a bit. So I do have a website and I'll give all this information to Ivana to put in the the links, but I have a website that you can reach me on. I have a Facebook page and something that I'd love to invite you all to is an app that I am building right now. So I'm the wellness coordinator and partnership lead for this, but I also was helping to create this from the very beginning and it is an attempt to change our interaction with money To regenerate, which is a fancy word for make the world a better place, (laughs) Um, regenerate the planet. And so we're all spending money all the time. We're all using all these different transfer apps, but we've created a new app where every time that you transfer money, say you're paying for a service or you're transferring money to a friend for rent or whatever the case is, it's all free. And every interaction that you do is going toward regenerating the planet. And I think that's so important because we, we, I think we all want to save the planet and we all want to be connected to the planet, but we don't know what to do. And so the thought process behind the app was what can we do that we're already doing that doesn't take a lot of effort, but makes a big impact. So I would love for anybody that wants to maybe have a bigger say or part in You know, changing the world a little bit and whatever capacity we have to come on board and use the app. And instead of whatever transfer apps, or even in accompaniment to whatever transfer apps you have, just to check this out and connect with us there. Because we have a beautiful community of users that are from any type of business, but there's a lot of healers on there too. And so I'm not the only healer in the world. And we have beautiful humans there that would there in service and support to you as well so i'd love to invite you to join that community
0: awesome i love it i love i love the whole concept of it it's awesome it's awesome so cc i've really been enjoying having you on here and i would like for you if you want to maybe share a quote or maybe just something anything that you want to leave the audience with that they'll remember
1: Oh, well, my favorite quote is, be the change you wish to see, and I think this is so perfect for your podcast, Ivana, because self-love, if you have a dream of what you want to love out there, then if you love yourself in that way, if you be that change, if you be that end goal that you wish to see, that's what you're going to get, and it's just the law of attraction, so you know, be that love that you wish to see and you'll have that within yourself.
0: I love it. I love it. All right, thank you. Well, thank you so much for coming on and providing all this uh, inspirational, I mean, super magical information. Thank you for taking the time and really educating the audience. Um, I, know, I know I've enjoyed it, so I, I hope they have too.
1: <laughs> so well, thank, thank you. you much for having me it's been so fun talking to you and i hope to get some online more online resources out so that we can share them too so that you can you know really get into this information that's not so mainstream yet
0: definitely would love that (laughs) thank you so much we'll talk soon thank you okay bye-bye